on today's episode of Down the Wire. The MLB trade deadline is now over. Who's the big winner? Who's the big loser? Hey, and you know what? Why not get our NFL predictions from TikTok this year? It all happens today on Down the Wire. Episode number 130, Down the Wire. Oh, were you feeling inspired last week? I'm feeling humble. I mean, it's just it's just the greatest song. I um, I was thinking about, like, if that would be for the new pitch that you had today, you could be like, whoa, and then you yell, like, halftime, boom, then that plays. Oh, sure. But I just wanted to play it right now because I knew I had it on there. And (laughs) um, yeah, we'll get to that later. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, welcome into Down the Wire, our uh, weekly sports podcast show. Episode number one. Or bi-weekly. Or sorry, not bi-monthly. Of course, because we've got we've got Podbean glitches and shit. Okay. Well, it was just just a little something. We'll be all right. We'll be fine. Okay. Everyone still loves. Down the wire you heard us. Ye- you heard us yesterday. Now hear us today. Yeah. Um, my name's Tom. Here with my brother Dave. Oh, hi. And uh, <laughs> I am rocking just the worst allergies all summer long. I mean, and you don't they need, just Tom. Do you like? I. I. Oh, sorry. Sorry. I don't mean to. I don't mean to one up you. Okay. Or one down you, you. I guess. Because I assume those allergies are fucking terrible. They are. Yeah. I. Do you know what I have? Diabetes. I mean, yeah, constantly. Okay. Yes. But this past week, I, I've been sick all week. I've stayed home from work for three days straight because I've been fucking miserable, been peeing blood, like very fun stuff. Nice. And you know what? I, I went in. I got some... Some urology, uh, your your analysis results. So I was like, shit, what the fuck's up with me? You know what I got? A kidney stone. I got salmonella. Oh. Yeah. How the fuck did you do that? Well, the only thing that I can think of. Did you go to a that... Sizzler's Cafe that's still open somewhere around a here? Sizzler's Cafe. I don't yeah. Know <laughs> like a, I think that was a bistro, not oh, a cafe. Sorry, not serving steak and coffee. Um, no, I, the only thing I could think of is that Anthony and I went out to uh, Insomnia Cookie Ooh. on Saturday, or yeah, Saturday, and she said like, oh, she thought that like part of her cookie was underdone, and I was like. Oh, I don't know. Mine, mine seems fine. Nom, 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 nom. And I ate the fucking thing. Mm. So that's it. That's my only thought behind that. Because, like, everything else, like, there's no way I'd get salmonella. Uh, Yeah, honestly, didn't even know that, like, that existed still anymore. Like, I thought that was, like, Yeah, it's all, it's all from, like, raw chicken and raw eggs, eggs and stuff. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Wow. Um, yeah, isn't that fucking fucked? Yeah, no, I don't think I've ever met anyone who's gotten salmonella. Yeah, so, well, again, trace amounts, so it's nothing like, 
nothing like crazy, but uh, it's made me feel like garbage for three days straight. Well, Four days, really, if you count Sunday, because Sunday I was I was also kind of feeling shitty. It trying to make you feel better. Here's your hat. Look at that. Look at that. Yeah. There Look at is. the motorboater. Uh, just a quick All Star Game recap. Home run challenge was kind of cool. All right. Most homers that won it was twelve in two minutes. So that felt like that was a lot, right? What was the final score? Um. So remember. For 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 those of you that didn't hear, because this was last week, uh, aka yesterday, uh, the way that they were running their their home run challenge was a player per inning. Mm -hmm. Yes, so which I think I think is like kind of lit. I think the final score at it added up to ninety nine. That's how much I know. So uh, that's what I remember right now. Um, I can verify that. Later in the episode, it so was, many dead cows. It was, I'm pretty sure, fifty five to forty four. All right, uh, it might have been. I'm, I'm, a, I'm for this. I think it like, might have been. It might have been fifty six to forty three. Now that I say it out loud, that sounds more right. On top of it, on the Great Lakes side of things, they hit twenty three combined home runs. So this was definitely the one to go to. On the Great Plains, oh, they did two. They did two different like All Star games like so, that. So there's 24 teams. This is the first year they tried to do two All Star games to try to get as many people showcased on top of it as possible. Kind of think it was not a successful, but the Great Plains did great. The only thing that was also really fucked about it is pretty big. Uh oh, here both jerseys uh, for the home run challenge said Great Plains East on them and not East and West. Wop, womp. Yeah, yeah. kind of a big uh-oh there. But they wore their own jerseys during the game, so it wasn't a big deal, and that's always cooler, I think, too, than wearing, like, all-star jerseys. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'm indifferent about it only because all-star jerseys, like, when they're when they're awesome, they're awesome. Well, they can't all goes, be Orlando or New Orleans or San Antonio's where they have like the cool teals in the NBA or whatever. You know, they sometimes but this, just that's what I'm saying. This up. goes across the board. And lately, like l lately, um, these All Star Game jerseys have been kind of like right. They're not doing anything crazy with them. I, I, go and get. Go and get some rando fucking artist and just have them do like a city connect all-star jersey. Well, that's like go go fucking wild. The the thing that new franchises, whenever stuff happens, they, they like to avoid trends, right? They want stuff that's going to last and they don't want to be as vibrant probably because, I, you know, it was a big deal. Actually, I remember doing a story on it. Back in school, when the Colorado Rockies were going to choose purple kind of thing. Like, people were like, whoa, this is fucking trendy shit. What the fuck? You know, yada, yada, yada. All-star game jerseys? I mean, may why wouldn't you make them trendy? Like, that symbolizes a year. That is, like, what's happening this year. And if you're uh, just going to go with, are like, the, Are gray, the Colorado Rockies jerseys, like, were they crazy? Are they crazy? Because I think they're great. No, no, I think they're awesome now. I, was, I just know that that was a fear when they were announcing, you know, oh, we're going to have purple jerseys. Well, I'm just saying, like, they're, they're still extra. That's still a dumb take. 
Yeah, I mean, you know, it's just old white guys talking about baseball, so that's kind of, you know, where purple comes from, right? Uh, yeah, well, and of course, white guys, like, baseball, rawr, old man yells at Cloud. Right. Uh, picked up a couple other hats, only bought three, and I think I uh, got three for free. We got a Bismarck Larks hat. Look at that one, yellow. Uh, uh. I, I didn't get that one. I get uh, the video kind of frozen. Sorry, it's look, just basic, basic yellow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Uh, I'm going to save this one for the end because this is my favorite one I have. Sure. Um, this one, they totally just rip off the Boston B and, like, make it a little bit more expanded. So it's definitely not the same dimensions, but that's pretty much what they're going for, right? Is that for the Larks as well? Yep, Bismarck. Uh, yeah, it, it's got, it's got like, the, um, the Anaheim Ducks feel to it. Uh, I have one in my car that was just like a seventh season of Bismarck Larks or some shit, whatever. I got this one. This one's pretty cool. All-Star. Yeah, the All-Star game one, that's yeah. lit. Yep, like that one. And then your Motor Motor one, and then my favorite Motor Motor one that I have. Um, so they had one size fits all on the pink and blue ones. It was like, all right, cool. Like they just didn't want to make a bunch of different ones, which is stupid because they would have sold them all anyway. But this one, the the rope on the captain hat with the only one that says motorboaters on it. All of them say Missouri River otherwise on yeah, the side um, of the hat. I'm not going to lie. That was my second choice. But the thing that deterred me was it was white. Yeah, it would get dirty. Yeah, which is a fair statement, right? No, you know, no, for sure. But I also saw this one and was like, I mean, you would just wear the shit out of this hat. Like, I would wear the yeah. shit out of this hat. Like, that's... Such great colors, motorboaters. I was all over it buying the shirt early because they did not have shit in stock for it uh, when they went for All-Star Game. They made like half a million dollars or something on it, ridiculous. Like they were just completely blown away by it. Yeah, well, I mean, you went lewd. What, what did you expect? So I'm trying to get them to do the Wilmer Crop Dusters uh, next year crop dusters uh, yeah like i feel i feel like you can do worse um you know i i don't know do you you know what i'm gonna save that conversation for off the air because it might be a little too inappropriate um but yeah great time out there and then the all-star game just got absolutely pissed rain on it and uh they got canceled in the seventh inning and the game ended in a tie so back to milwaukee all right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. Should we get to the real baseball? Yeah. Uh, Cause otherwise I was going to look up urban dictionary terms to see what we could find a better one for instead of crop duster. Uh, do you know what forklift certified means? I uh, know means you have an above average IQ and are a Chad. I thought that was way, way uh, nicer than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Yeah. I'm okay with that one. Uh, the forklifters. Could that works for <laughs> sure or the forklifts uh, how about how about these knights used to describe an attack in chess by both knights mm, okay it, used in a sentence we're going to go in with these knights <laughs> yeah these knights i also oh i had one other one i wanted to tell you fuck and i can't remember all right, we'll move on from it. Um, 
where do you rank this as like the crazy scale for trade deadlines in the MLB? Because it feels like, you know, every year. Okay, so like a one through ten. Yeah, right. Sure. Like one. Yeah, right. Because like 2012 uh, arguably is like one of the craziest ones that that you had like a whole fuck ton of movement in like the 2012 deadline. Yeah. Yep. Um, I'm going to put this probably right in the middle. Yeah, like a five. I and think a, a half, five. Five and a half. Where I was going, six. Uh, I don't. I don't want to give it too much. I. I think a five is fine. It. It. It quells me. It. It perfectly sets my. My. Um. My trade deadline like hype. Right. I. Not too much craziness. Or I, not too much. I get not like not too little craziness. We get some names, uh, but I'm not going nuts. Okay, yeah, and there was fair? definitely some names. I mean, there was a lot of late talk about names going places, and every year there always is. There wasn't, um, you know, the Otani rumors that were started at the beginning of the year, uh, and I think. Um, you know, the Angels probably come out as one of the bigger winners or maybe on paper winners of the trade deadline than eh. anyone else. But as far as name value, they were buyers, obviously, this entire trade deadline process. And other teams around had to be the sellers then, too. So if you're a Mets fan and you're listening to this podcast, well, I'm sorry because this day sucks, right? This day sucks. Yeah. Um, so should we just go through all the moves that happened or what? Sure. I got, um, the athletic compiled all of them and then gave a grade. So I can, uh, I can kind of tell you through that. Yeah, let's do it. Sure. It starts off with the AL East, uh, and Baltimore Orioles. They gave them a B. Uh, they got Jack Filarity from the Cardinals, uh, and Shintaro Fujinami from the A's. Uh, Logan Reinhardt from the Mariners. Yeah, I think... Uh, I mean, the big thing there is Jack Flaherty. Sure, but Flaherty's also... You know, maybe he's a change... Needs a change of scenery guy. For me, personally, the hype going into the trade deadline with Baltimore puts this grade lower in my eyes. As in, Baltimore should have made some really crazy efforts. They got some names, for sure. With Fujinami and uh, Flaherty. But, I don't know, I think a lot of people really wanted Baltimore to go and make that super splash for something. It was because of their young team, because of their great farm system, and because of the success they're having this season. If they were going to go out and land someone with a huge splash move, this seemed like the year to do it. Well, I, they, they were very adamant about not grabbing bats not grabbing fielders which you know however you want to look at it you know they're they're one injury away i guess um but their their offense is playing pretty well i believe it's the the defense aka the pitching that was struggling so you know you went out and you got uh fujinami and you got flaherty i think those are the the like we were saying the two big pieces of that and if hopefully if Flaherty can lock it in, um, you know, like kind of find some form. I know he's out in 
in St. Louis when they were not having fun. So uh, hopefully that can kind of you know get them back going, and this this Baltimore team can can really make a push for the playoffs because I like them. I, they're very entertaining to watch. So right now, Jack Flaherty is probably having his worst season. Um, he's got an ERA of four four three, which isn't still the worst. I mean, you would just like it to be lower. He's got a whip at one five five, so he's walking a lot of guys on top of giving up a lot of hits. He's pitched relatively unhealthy the last few years and now he's kind of been back to his fullest strength and for it to not be back in the form that Jack Flaherty was it's a little bit concerning but I, I he is a huge name and when he was on his game you know he is a fourth in the Cy Young finish and was 13th in an MVP voting back in 2019 so if you could get a guy who can come out here an average, you know, his nine strikeouts per nine or 10 strikeouts per nine, whatever it is, and pitch to an ERA sub three, like, oh, but yeah, it's going to be a huge move, and that's only going to help Baltimore and their eventual October push. So are you ready for their ERAs? Yeah. Kyle Gibson, their number one, 4.53. Dean Kremer. Creamer. Uh, it's Creamer. Is no. it really Creamer? No, it's Kremer. <laughs> okay, good. 4.66. Uh, Kyle Bradish, 3.32, leads the club. Uh, Grayson Rodriguez at 6.21, and Cole Irvin at 5.93. You also have Tyler Wells there uh, at 3.8. So, like, well, they, they a tried starting to... pitcher would have been would have been lit. They tried to rush Grayson Rodriguez because of his prospect status. You know, he was a top 10 prospect and they tried to give him a shot. It's a rookie pitching. Usually it's just one of those positions that it's really hard to be very young and very successful in the MLB, especially what regardless of any position in sports, starting pitcher being a young guy, you, you need to see the, you need to see the talent. You, you need to see what's going on with it. So Maybe it's another opportunity to send him down and have Flaherty be up there or move him to the bullpen for a little bit, like a Corbin Burns situation where you get him to be a long reliever type guy. I, I think the trades being a B itself would be a fair grade if there wasn't so much Oriole hype at the deadline. That's why I would put it down to a C grade. Yeah, I'm going to say C plus. You got better, sure. But it's not enough for me to be like, ooh. You know, they right? got to compete with Tampa and shit at the end of this, you know? So, speaking of Tampa, they got an A. They got Aaron Savali from the Guardians, uh, Robert Stevenson from the Pirates, uh, Manuel Rodriguez and Adrian Sampson, as well as international bonus pool money from the Cubs uh, for Josh Robert Robertson. Robertson. There's no T. It's. Ugh. Uh, they also got there. Alex Jackson from the Brewers. Yeah, that was uh, right at the end too. So that was um, that was one I was little a little po'd about as a fan of the Brewers. Hopefully that just means you know, hey, we have a lot of long term plans for 
William Contreras, what they, which they absolutely needed to do too. But, I mean, they had to give up a pretty big prospect in Manzardo for Savalier too. Uh, you know, while if Aaron Savalier is a stud and he is a guy that you're just trying to go out and get for this season again, it, it's the Rays. They're going to know how to pitch. They're going to teach guys to know how to pitch on top of it. Manzardo, though, I think that's a pretty consensus. He was the best prospect that was traded at this deadline. Uh, actually, also fun fact, former Wilmer Stinger. And uh, you just to see him go to get Savalier for, you know, this rental, it's a little, you know, it's up in the air because you're giving up a, a part of the future, hopefully, for them but in Cleveland now that gets it. But... You know, if you were able to use it to win a World Series, I mean, who gives a shit? Then you're happy. Well, I know that Drew Rasmussen, Drew Rasmussen is on the IL right now, so uh, they had to find someone because he actually was their best pitcher. Um, so bringing in Savale is definitely uh, some. It's, it's, he's at arguably better because uh, he's pitching a two point three four, and Rasmussen, Rasmussen, goddamn it, was two point six two. So, I, I mean, they're going to get better. And then once uh, Rasmussen is able to come back, this this club is going to be really good on the pitching side of things. And as the offense is concerned, I, I mean, they've been pretty consistent. I know they've kind of fell off now, but uh, I know they're finding their form again. And uh, hopefully they can find it uh, right at the end in the playoffs. So, I, I don't hate the idea of an a maybe a little bit less maybe like a b plus but yeah i don't know yeah again they didn't really need to add bats they needed to you know just try to be the guys that were gonna perfect and tinker the team rather than you know overthrow anything by all means so yeah i think it was solid moves i do think they were better than uh the moves who do we just talk about now why am i blanking the Orioles. Yes, I think their moves probably edge out Baltimore's moves in their division. Yes. All right, Toronto got a B plus. They got Jordan Hicks from the Cardinals, Paul DeJong uh, uh, as well. Wait, Paul. I, I think that was the typo because they said they acquired Paul DeJong from the Blue Jays. Uh, but yeah, that's that's also Cardinals as well. Uh, they got Genesis Cabrera from the Cardinals. And Mason McCoy from the Mariners. They got a B plus. Yeah, I mean, I feel like that could be also higher, too, because the Blue Jays definitely, I mean, they stacked up the bullpen. Cardinals, while the bullpen hasn't been everything it was in years past, uh, you know, getting Cabrera and Hicks to come back, I think you're pretty happy with that. Um, on top of it, when you bring in a guy to like a Paul DeYoung. He's a very hit or miss guy. He wasn't anything crazy, but you're just bringing him in for depth on and try to take some pressure off well, of Bo Bichette too. Well, because Bo, De Bo Bichette is hurt right, right now as well. Yes. So like, it, this is good. This is good depth position. And you get Jordan Hicks uh, and his monster arm. Um, I, I don't know. I feel like, you on paper, they did better than the race, but I'm going to assume because of injury 
and I, you know, I don't know the prospect pool uh, quite as well for like the entire, uh, the rest of the 28 in the MLB. Cause you know, I'm good on, good on my white Sox. I'm good on the brewers. Uh, that's about it. Uh, so I would assume they probably gave up more than probably what they needed to get up, give up to get these pieces. Well, and the Cardinals were going to be sellers too. Everyone knew that. I don't even think they sold really as much as people thought they were going to or expected them to capitalizing on it again you're gonna have to get better in the al east because the the division is stacked it's the best division in baseball probably right now and everyone else is making moves too so you wanted to go for your bullpen they don't need the bats either they've had a lot you get a depth position now Bo Bichette doesn't have to rush his way back i yeah i agree i think that their moves are pretty solid maybe land somewhere in between or just above uh, what the other guys did in their division. All right. Then the Red Sox were graded with a D. They got Nick Robertson and Justin Hangenman from the Dodgers. Uh, They got Andres Nunez from the Royals. Maurizio Lovera from the Giants. Nailed it. Luis uh, Urias from the Brewers. Uh, And Taylor Scott from the Dodgers. Uh, honestly, it's just a bunch of, of like shedding moves. Yeah. Yeah. They got Urias, huh? I didn't see Urias get traded. Why did I not see that? I don't know. I would have thought you would have been happy for that. Oh, ecstatic. I mean, that's amazing. I I'm totally for it, but yeah. Uh, traded him for Bradley Blaylock. Ooh, good name. Good name. A little alliteration in the name too there. Um, I'm going to say that, um, you know, that's, yeah, there's nothing there. That's really anything crazy. I think Boston's at the bottom of that AL East we were just talking about. And I believe the Yankees are right now. I know they go back and forth and, uh, they just know they're not the Red Sox of past right now. They're just trying to work some stuff out. We'll get some prospects, get some guys that are underperforming and try to run it back in a couple of years and see what happens. They have a pretty solid farm system, very top heavy farm system right now in Boston. So I think they're going to have opportunities later on, but it's just obviously not Boston's year. No, this deadline was not friendly to them. Yeah. I, I mean, so uh, I forget who, who wrote this article, um, uh, Jim Bowden. So, you know, Bowden, Jim Bowden, is that right? Um, very reputable writer, even though I don't know his name. Sorry. Uh, but, I, I, he's making the case that like, they're, they're right in striking distance of a wild card spot. Uh, so you should have went out there and made, made moves. I don't necessarily agree with that. Um, I, I feel like, yeah, they're, they're in striking distance of a wild card spot, but you know what? Are they better than the blue Jays? Are they better than the Rays? Are they better than the Orioles? And I'm going to say no. Well, and you also have Houston and Texas who are manning down the AL West with Seattle on their heels with exactly the angels as well. Exactly. So uh, I don't think that even though they are like keeping pace with everything, I'm not going to give them any love, uh, you know, as far as like being actual contenders. So Nah, man. I mean, go out and get some players. Get rid of, you know, your dudes like, uh, you know, Kike and 
Uh, and obviously, like, um, yeah, just all that stuff, right? Bradley Blaylock, for God's sakes. You know, big name. Yeah, and bring in Luis Arias to try to save your franchise. <laughs> and he's going he's gonna to fucking torch it up over there. You already know, right? I mean, probably. Like, he's going to be an all-star in three years. Let's just say that, because that's what happens every time. Next year. Next year. Yeah, yeah. He'll be, he'll be top tier. He'll be the starting top tier third baseman. Third baseman. It's ridiculous. Uh, New York Yankees are next. They got a D plus. They got uh, Keenan Middleton from the White Sox and Spencer Howard from the Rangers. Yeah, that's not shit. Not shit happening in New York. Yeah, yeah. no offense at all. Just a bunch of uh, reliever help. Can't stay healthy. <laughs> they don't have Judge and Stanton like all year. And Anthony Rizzo sucks ass right now. I mean, there's just not much they can do. Yeah, well, and Rizzo and Stanton are going to have to start going off if they want to actually make the playoff playoffs. I don't think they're going to. So whatever. Josh Donaldson this year has 15 hits all season. He's only played 33 games. Uh, ten of them. That's were, still really bad. Ten of them were homers. Hot damn! Yeah, isn't that ridiculous? MVP right there. Well, yeah, he's batting a uh, buck 42, but still. I mean, yeah, yeah. It's literally McGuire. Literally McGuire. Uh, all right. AL Central, Minnesota Twins. They got a C. Dylan Floro and Taylor Floyd from the Marlins and Brewers, respectively. Yeah, I think a lot of people wanted them to be the big movers in the AL Central as well, with especially like a move with Cleveland where – you know, they're an under 500 ball club um, and they're in second place in that shit AL Central. And then they sell off a pitcher that was doing very well for them this year. And the Twins just said, you know what? No, we'll just run it with the team we have pretty much. And it's a solid team. But again, I don't know how many playoff series they're going to win. They haven't won a playoff game in they're like set 16 straight playoff games they've lost. Something like that. It's really yeah. bad. It's really bad. And it didn't seem like there was any, hey, let's win a playoff game moves. Well, and especially considering there are two big pieces on their on their starting starting pitching, Keta Maeda and Sonny Gray, are free agents at the end of the season. You know, I'm not saying sell, but I, you should, probably should have did more than, you know, go out and get a little bit of, uh, pitching help. Well, I mean, they've lost the trade deadline because they just traded Luis Arias in the offseason. We'll call that a trade deadline move, too. Like, that was pretty stupid. Yeah, that's fair. So, uh, yeah. Cleveland Guardians are next. They got Noah Syndergaard from the Dodgers. Um, uh, Kyle Manzardo, as we were talking about earlier, from stunned. the Rays. Uh, Khalil Watson and Gene Segura, who is subsequently released from the Marlins. And Chris Valim, Valamont from the Orioles, uh, like I said, got AC. Uh, it's a good future trade deadline. Like, there could be, you know, Khalil Watson was a pretty high pick, if I remember as well, too, from him. Uh, Segura has been ass, so nothing crazy out of him by any means. Gene Jean Segura. Remember when he went by Jean for, like, a hot second? I, I don't remember that, but... Um, I will say that between Manzardo and Watson, you know, that that's solid. I mean, you, you're going to have someone in that P 
people at least had a little bit of faith in. This is a guy who was, you know, Watson's only 20 years old. He was the 16th overall pick in 2021. I mean, I know it's baseball, and that doesn't really mean a whole lot, but, like, that's a guy that obviously people saw a lot of talent in. So I think for their future, getting a Manzardo and a Watson, you know, if it pans out, it could be a good future. We say, wow, they killed this trade deadline. Well, if so I'm here's my thing. Aaron Savale was someone was a pitcher that wasn't going to be mo- going anywhere anytime soon. Right. Very young, had a bunch of team control. The dude is pitching really well. Why would you move him? So that's that's my only take on that. And I get it. You got Manzardo. Sure. And, you know, obviously, I, I wonder how much of that played into the fact that they got rid of Josh Bell. But I, I don't know if that's the safe move. Right. Again, it's, it's again, a big go big or go home. It seems like a money ball self-awareness move from a franchise that's relatively smaller market. Not small, I guess, but okay, smaller wait, market. Here's my thing. Here's my thing. Moneyball didn't work, folks. Correct. I hate, I hate when people are like, well, it's it's kind of Moneyball. Except Moneyball didn't work. I don't I don't know why people forget that shit. Yeah, they're and not not yelling at you. This is just Moneyball in general, Tom. They're also just not going to prove that it doesn't work because they're going to say, "Oh, it kind of worked. It could have worked." Everyone thinks they're going to be the next one to perfect Moneyball. And if you follow this formula, there's a shot. Yeah. All right. Next up, Detroit Tigers. They got a C. Oh, God. Acquired How You Lee yep. from the Phillies. I don't know why I got extra high pitched for How? that. How? <laughs> yeah. How you That was not on purpose, I swear. They also got uh, Blair Cal- Calvo from the Rockies. And third baseman Joe Rizzo from the Marlins. Ooh. Uh, yeah, a whole lot of boring shit. I mean, it's the Tigers. So they gave up their only all-star this year. They have no all-stars left on their lineup. Uh, yeah, and that's Michael Lorenzen. Also, who's was a shitty all-star. So, I mean, you know, not really well, much to complain about. I will say I do love the Eduardo Rodriguez talk. Because you know that was that was a, a last second deal that was about to happen was Eduardo Rodriguez Erod going to the Dodgers and he was just like nah I'm good um, you know and then he came out later and was like I did it for my family all right he's up there Vin Vin Diesel like uh, I I think you just didn't want to go to the Dodgers well and also like then take half your paycheck so living in the yeah. California taxes fair enough. Uh, yeah, I think a C is fine. Yeah, because uh, how you Lee is uh, is actually someone that had uh, a higher profile for on base percentage as well. So that could be good. He can play around the infield, you know, second, shortstop, third base. We'll see what you can do. Yeah. Okay. Oh boy, the Chicago White Sox. I'm gonna be here for a minute. Uh, they received an A. Acquiring Edgar Kiro and Kai Bush from the Angels. Uh, also got Trace Thompson and Nick Nestrini 
uh, and Jordan Leisure from the Dodgers, acquiring Jake Eater from the Marlins, acquiring uh, Corey Lee from the Astros, uh, Juan Carella from the Yankees, Mike Mayers from the Royals, Luis Patino, Patino from the Rays, Juan Gonzalez from the Blue Jays, and Keen Wong from the Mariners. Oh, my God. Um. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, they did a great job at getting a whole new farm system revamp. Um, there was, it, you know, I think you saw today, if you didn't at least, Giolito gave up nine earned in his start today for the Angels. Yep. So... I think they got their number three and four overall prospect or something, or four and five overall prospect when it happened. Yeah, Kai Bush, I know, is rated very high. Um, So to give up Giolito, who's a guy who's been struggling over the last couple seasons, honestly, uh, maybe season and change at least, and Ronaldo Lopez, who is, you know, a reliever, serviceable again, to get the haul they got for him, Basically, again, just off name value, pretty solid. They get Trace Thompson. They get an MLB bat with the Joe Kelly and Lance Lynn deals. And now you get a couple more farm system where, again, the Dodgers just seem to always have a good farm system. So taking their prospects never seems like a bad idea either. Why not, you know, take a chance on whatever you can get? They did lose Jake Berger. And that one, that one felt like it hurt a little bit. Really? Yeah. And I saw that the Marlins are doing five dollar burgers for Jake Berger's first game. Pretty sick. Um. So I'm not gonna lie, I was happy to see Jake Berger go. Oh, really? Jake Berger has been. He had so much hype behind him when he was in the farm system. And to me, never lived up to any real expectation. I was happy to see that motherfucker gone. So sorry, you know, whatever. The thing with Jake Berger is he always gets injured. And it's not like, oh, I'm out for, you know, on the 10 day deal. It's like I'm out for half the fucking season. But I mean, he's literally, you know, like Adam Dunn. I mean, he just hits bombs, and he gets sure, like, and then that's it. He doesn't do anything else. You know what? I'd rather have Adam Dunn back. Oh yeah, and we that's dealt fair. with that. Believe me, the 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 White Sox dealt with that for a long time. Yeah, yeah. He's got twenty five homers on the year in eighty eight games, uh, but he struck out a hundred and two times. I mean, that's kind yeah, of exactly Adam what Dunn, he is. Uh, what's what's his nuts from the the Twins? Joey Gallo. Like, I mean, there's there's countless amounts of comparisons that you can make for Jake Berger. Chris Carter. My, yeah, and, and here's my thing with, with him. He gets injured. There's no reason to deal with that. Doesn't walk all that much either. He's got more home runs than walks this year. It's kind of crazy. Good. Yeah, there you go. Crazy. Uh, next up, Kansas City Royals. Oh, God, another long one. Uh, Cole Reagans and Ronnie Cabrera from the Rangers, Henry Williams, Jesus Rios from the Padres, Devin Mann and Derlin Figueroa from the Dodgers, Nelson Velasquez from the Cubs, Taylor Hearn from the Braves, Tucker Davidson from the Angels, 
And that's it. That's it. Yeah, who cares? Um, we don't know any of these guys. Royals. They didn't have much to trade, dude. I, like, they were... They were garbage. They were garbage across the board. I mean, the only person they could realistically move was going to be Aroldis Chapman. Oh, yeah, and they did that already. Yeah, they, they, that was in the first trade. Cole Reagans and Ronnie Cabrera. Yeah, I mean, we'll uh, we'll have to see again. It's just not one you can grade in the moment, I think, because it's all prospect hall, and that's exactly what they needed for a team that currently – not being talked up maybe enough they are only three games ahead of the oakland a's yeah they're not good it's not a good franchise right now all right now comes the long one texas rangers of the al west max scherzer jordan montgomery uh chris stratton from the cardinals sorry max scherzer from the mets if you didn't know uh jordan montgomery chris stratton from the cardinals Roldis Chapman from the Royals, uh, Austin Hedges from the Pirates, Kevin Plawecki from the Padres, Luis Valdez from the Dodgers. So they're my early winners of the trade deadline, I think. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that's, I, I would say that's probably a pretty concisus, uh, consensus rather. Um, concisus. I don't know what I was doing. Okay. Shut the fuck up. I corrected <laughs> myself right away. Um, they do lose out on Luis Angel, who was one of their top prospects in the organization. I believe it's Luis Angel, not Angel. <laughs> so they lose out on <laughs> Luis Angel, uh, Acuna's brother. And now they, uh, they're obviously all in. They want it this year. This is a Texas team that is currently pretty much in the same exact position as Houston right now. They have one less loss, or yes, one less loss, one less win. So they're technically ahead of them. But um, they had to make some moves because Houston was not far behind them either. And you land probably one of the two biggest names out there. Unfortunately, uh, their rival gets maybe the other big name out there. The the better one. And Max Scherzer is now on his... Ooh, how many teams has Max Scherzer been on in the last four years? Is it four teams in four years? Uh, well, I, I do have a mini little article um, that uh, Max Scherzer has been traded three times. Uh, I wanted to, sh to go over the haul of that real fast. Um, but uh, let's see. Yeah, let's look at what Scherzer has been up to because uh, I got it right here. So around. in 21, he was on the Nationals and the Dodgers. 22, he's on the Mets. And 23, he's on uh, the Rangers. So four in two years? Four in three years. Three years. Yeah. Yeah, that's um, that says some. And he's getting worse. I mean, he he has regressed. Sorry, but uh, uh, yes. Well, yes. He's, he's having a rough year this year, and by rough, it's still, you know, you're getting a guy who's got an ERA pretty high, but he's not giving up a whole lot of hits, and he's just getting a little unlucky with some balls in play. He's definitely turning it around a little bit. He had a terrible start um, for the uh, Mets this year, 
But, I mean, last year you had a guy who had an ERA of 229. And then in the Dodger uniform the year before that, it was 198. Like, why not? Why not give up a little bit of a haul for a guy like this? It could totally be another situation where it's, you know, playoff run that just gets hot at the right time. And Texas needs a guy. They want another guy. You imagine, I mean, they're going to have the best, like, unhealthy pitching staff of all time, right? Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> that's very fair. DeGrom, Scherzer, Evaldi. I mean, what? These all guys that whenever they're yeah. on, they are the best. And then it's, oh, shit. Cole Hamill still pitching? Where is he at? Uh, he was on the Braves last year for, like, a game or two. And I think he's retired now. Oh, that's sad. Yeah, Rangers, big winners. All right. So, like I said, he, oh no, uh, he is still currently active um, on the Padres. Is what it's saying. So he's in the. Oh, wait, Padres. no, he's not active. Why did it say it said he was active on? He's in their farm. Um, he's in their farm. Reference. That's what it is. He's just in their. Uh, he, he's he, in a system. Yeah, he's in there. That's why it says still active. He hasn't pitched since 2020. But he's, he's on in, the minors for the San Diego Padres, and he's on the IL. So. Good. Yeah, this is literally what I'm uh, saying. All right. So do you want to hear the three trades for Max Scherzer? Yes. First trade. Do you happen to remember? Arizona to Detroit. Yes. So Max Scherzer and Daniel Schlereth. And the Diamondbacks got. Oh, I know this. Oh, I know this. That is not the face I want to see you make as you think. <laughs> um, all right, tell me. Uh, outfielder Ian Kennedy and Edwin Jackson, the man of many teams. Oh, yeah. Wow, what a yeah. trade. What a trade. Uh, this was actually a three-team trade, though, because the, the, uh, the Yankees were involved and sent Curtis Granderson... Uh, or got Curtis Granderson from the Detroit and dealt Phil Coke and Austin Jackson to the uh, Tigers. Phil Coke, baby. Yeah. yeah what a fucking that. name. Forgot about him. All right. Second trade. Do you happen to know what that one was? Well, that would be um, the Washington to L.A. The legendary Dodgers trade with Trey Dodgers Turner. got Scherzer and Trey Turner, yeah. which is just unfair. Yeah. Um, you know, for Josiah Gray, Kiebert Ruiz, Geraldo Carrillo and Donovan Casey. Dear Lord, that one should never have happened. Uh, yeah, def and then definitely. Uh, well, they like Kiebert. I mean, they like Kiebert and he's solid. But yeah, no, not fair. Not for not for Scherzer and Trey Turner. Right, Scherzer right. was still going off, yeah. like you said. Um, but yeah, and then this one obviously the Rangers uh, received Scherzer and some money for Luis Angel Acuna or Luis so, Angel. We don't know. Luis Angel is like the Chris Angel of the MLB. It just makes baseballs disappear over the fence. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, let's be real. Texas, Texas gets a big A, big A. Uh, they got, uh, they said Scherzer. They got Jordan Montgomery. Got a Chapman. They're gonna go absolutely nuts. Uh, they also got Austin Hedges. 
who I think is a serviceable fucking uh, catcher. Oh, yeah, for sure. Why not? And they have Jonah Heim and Mitch Garver there already, too. So, I mean, they're just loading up the catcher room. Along with Kevin Plowecki. Yeah. Yeah. I would say he's a minor. Um, or to the minors, not a minor. Uh, Houston Astros also received an A. They got Justin Verlander from the Mets. Uh, Kendall Graveman from the White Sox, Spencer Watkins from the Orioles, and Joel Kunell from the Reds. Ooh, also, we're not baseball casuals. Uh, shout out to uh, Framber Valdez. No hitter. Nice. Snaps. Snaps for you. Honestly, as, as long as we don't have to talk about Domingo Herman. Oh, he got uh, checked into rehab today, so he's gone. Snaps. Yeah, yeah. So, um, we're yeah. So the ha- happy perfect game um, that that happened to Domingo, and now, um, yeah, Sunday German not having a good mood anymore. That's for sure. Uh, so a big piece of this though with the Justin Verlander is the Mets are paying for most of it, which is fucking awesome. Well, the Mets have the seventeenth highest payroll. In the MLB, if you just count the players who they are paying to not be on their team, it's like over $150 million. Insane. Uh, and obviously, we'll talk about the Mets very soon. I think Robbie um, Cano would be on that list. I think they're still paying Robbie Cano. Well, and, you know, among other players, Bobby Bonilla and shit. Right. Right. Yeah. That's fucking hilarious. So, yeah, this is this is a big A grade for the Houston Astros. Um you get obviously get Verlander, who loved Houston, did very well in Houston. Didn't he win Kendall the Cy Graveman. Young last year in Houston? Uh, won two. Yeah, with them. And, including last year. Like he was literally yeah. on the Astros last year. Yes. Um, very funny how that kind of worked out, right? Yeah, that's so weird. That's so weird. He did win the Cy Young last year with Houston. Okay. <laughs> that's so weird. Uh, but yeah, and then you also get Kendall Graveman, a uh, very good bullpen arm from the White White Sox. Big big win for them. Yeah, yeah, that's and Graveman also was a former Astro, right? This is now his second stint in Houston. Ooh, I don't know about that. You might be right. Uh, he was traded to Houston at the 2021 deadline and at the 2023 deadline. Yes. Nice. Hmm. All right. Uh, L.A. Angels are next. They received a D. So they uh, got Lucas Giolito, Reynaldo Lopez from the White Sox, C.J. Crone and Randall Gritchick from the Rockies, uh, Eduardo Escobar from the Mets, uh, Mike Moustakas from the Rockies, Dominic Leone from the Mets as well. Where are you at with the Angels? In uh, it's their it's their effort to keep Shohei right that we're oh hey look we're willing to trade for guys for you if you if you want to stay please stay and uh, you got to hope that it, they got to make the playoffs if they want to have a shot at them and so this is their move you got to try to just make the playoffs and then you can yeah. work from there so that's what I yeah. think of it with the the Angels in the in the trade deadline. I would give him a B minus. I mean, you know, for the effort, right? So now it's just 
let's see if you traded for the right guys. So yeah, for the effort, yeah, you can get a B minus. Um, as in overall, I look. I'm sorry, I was in the I was in the boat that said trade Shohei, and I agree with this this D grade that the Athletic gave. You you give up two of your top five prospects for Giolito and Lopez, both of which are rentals. You also give two more of your top thirty prospects for CJ Crone and Randall Gritchick. You are mortgaging your future all in the hopes that Shohei re-signs with you, in which, I mean, I don't want to say he's probably not because he's been very talkative about how he loves L.A. Um, granted, he's not said the L.A. Angels, but uh, uh, hopefully that means that it's it's going to be good for them, but they're not making the playoffs, man. Right now, they're not in the playoffs, no. So... Yeah, I, I'm a little worried. All right, Seattle Mariners acquired Dominic Canzone, Josh Rojas, and Ryan Bliss from the Diamondbacks. They also got, oh, God, Zach Muckenhern from the Mets. Ooh. That's a top 10 name. Uh, Edward Bazardo from the Orioles. It's actually, Muck, it's Fort- actually Muck in her. Ooh, yeah. the N is silent. Yeah, muck, not mucking her, mucking her. It sounded exactly the same from where I'm sitting. No, <laughs> so, no, yeah. uh, and they also acquired Trent Thornton from the Blue Jays. I don't even uh, remember what team you just said. Who who the fuck was this? Like it's the Mariners. Yeah, the Mariners. Uh, remember when they were good? Well, again, this is another team that, like, hey, if they wanted to, like, go make a couple fucking moves here to try to make something happen. And, uh, you know, they just kind of did it this year. And uh, not not at the deadline, at least. And I wish they would have got someone like, you know, how cool would it have been to see one of the top premier pitchers go to Seattle? I mean, I, I would be in on that. Damn, they're not good. They're not, they're not that good. far off. They're, they're, not, they're not that far off. They're only five games back from the Rangers. Yeah, but... Are they better than the Astros? No. Are they better than the Blue Jays? The what was it? The Blue Jays, the Orioles, or the Rays? Possibly Toronto. Ta- Thomas, but not not Baltimore and not Tampa. Yes. Yeah. Stop it. They weren't doing shit. Uh, so. Unfortunately, they would be winning the AL Central right now. Just kind of what you had to do. They would would be winning the AL Central right now. All right. Just saying. All right. Disappointed in Seattle. Go. Okay. Um, This is. Oh, God. My screen went black. What happened? Ah, okay. That was weird. Uh, Oakland Athletics. Got a C. Traded. uh, Acquired Chad Patrick. God, that's an awful name. From the Diamondbacks, Easton Lucas from the Orioles, uh, Joe Boyle from the Reds, and Yaxel Rios from the Braves. Yaxel. Is it not Yaxel? I know none of those people. Uh, no, 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 no. Uh, Yaxel Reyes. Um, no, not never heard of any of them. Is it Yaxel? No, i just been guessing. I'm just giving a new pronunciation. Yaxel sounds better than Yaxel. 
No, I kind of yeah, like Yacht better now. I don't know. Uh, anyway. It's it's the Oakland Athletics, guys. They sucked across the board. They are bad. They're not good. Yep. Yes. National League East. The Braves got a B after getting Pierce Johnson from the Rockies, yep. Brad Hand from the Rockies, Nicky Lopez from the Royals, yep. uh, Yanni Chiri- Chirinos from the the Rays. Yeah. Bradley Heller from the Rays. Yeah. Uh, Chirinos could be a fun one. Um, Braves have 69 wins this year. So they've had a nice season. Nice. Yeah. Um, and say their, say the first name again. What was the, the very first name? Pierce Johnson. Okay. Maybe it was the second or third name. Brad hand. Brad hand. Okay. Brad hand um, is the first guy to play for every single team in MLB history in the NL East. Wait, to play for every team in the NL East? Yeah. Oh, is that real? Yeah, Brad Hand, first t- first person to ever do it. Oh, I didn't know that that was like a real stat. I thought you were trying to be funny for a second. No, that's real. I wasn't sure. I. I then I also thought, like, God, Brad Hand is still around. I thought he retired. Like long ago. No, no, Brad Hand. He is uh, the first man to do it. Played now with the Braves. Been on the Phillies, Marlins, Mets, Nationals. Uh, only other guy we could come up with at the top of our head that would have been close, Jeff Francoeur. Uh, never made it to the Nationals, though. Big love for Jeff Francoeur. Yeah. I, I did like him yeah, yeah. a lot. Uh, yeah. Braves Career. are nasty. What was that? I so said the Braves are just nasty. So, I mean, like, they didn't, they didn't have to do much. They didn't have to do shit. They didn't have to do shit. They already have their team. They have this team for the next eight years, so they're going to be nasty forever. And, you know, maybe one day they'll make a move. Not going to be today. Uh, Philadelphia Phillies are next with a B. Michael Lorenzen from the Tigers and Rodolfo Castro from the Pirates. Ooh, B seems kind of high for that. I mean, Lorenzen, you know, whatever. I mean, he so, was an all-star, but it wasn't like he he was a he was a you know a pity all. So here's here's the thing: the Phillies got these two players using two players. So this is a one-for-one deal across the board. Um, I think that's pretty good. Yeah. No. Yeah, I mean Castro's not anything. I, I can understand that. Rodolfo Castro's nothing crazy. I mean, sure, sure, the moves are fine. Uh, they're just trying to seal up a wild card spot. That's what they're just trying to do. They know they can't yeah, catch the Yeah, and they're the going to be able. They're going to be able to use Lorenzen with like a six man rotation and uh, Christopher Sanchez mm. to, you know, kind of give that give that rotation some rest. Yeah, yeah, I guess. So the Phillies need to just get healthy before they try to make any more trades, and they're slowly but surely doing that. Yes. Miami Marlins got David Robertson from the Mets, Jake Berger from the White Sox, Josh Bell from the Guardians, Ryan Weathers from the Padres, and Jorge Lopez from the Twins. Big W on the Marlins trade deadline, I think. They gave him a B plus. Um, I tend to agree with you. I think getting David Robertson's a big, big win for them. Josh Bell, who has always kind of been sneaky good, does not get the no- enough love. I think Jorge Lopez, uh, I, I he kind of needed a scenery change. 
um, from the Twins. And maybe he'll do better down in Miami. I don't know. But I think that they got a better deal, uh, better win out of it than Dylan Floro, you know. So we'll kind of have to wait and see how that pans out. But it's it's not a big loss, I, I think. You know, what? Gene Segura? Gene Segura? Like, who gives a fuck? Floro isn't terrible, but you get Lopez in return. And Lopez has had a couple of good years that sometimes he clicks, sometimes he hasn't. So... Miami's a team that is right on Philly's neck, and they could definitely be in in contention for a wild card position this year. And, hey, they went for it. I'm all in on these teams that get no love going for it. Miami, shout out to them. Uh, Did you know that Gene Segura played third base? Remember when he wasn't that? He also just sucks now, so... He's very uh, bad. Just, just watch. He'll be back on this Brewers roster soon enough. Yes, they'll they'll run it back with him, like they did with Felipe Lopez. I mean, look, he's bad in two nineteen. It's not. It's it fits in perfectly for the Brewers. All right. Next up, we are on the New York Mets. This is going to be taking me so long. All right. Drew Gilbert and Ryan Clifford from the Astros they, for Justin Verlander. Uh, Luis Angel Acuna, like we were talking about from the Rangers. Uh, Ronald Hernandez, Marco Vargas from the Marlins for David Robertson. Uh, Justin Jarvis from the Brewers. Get that. Uh, Jeremy Rodriguez from the Diamondbacks. Uh, that was for Tommy Pham. Uh, Phil Bickford and Adam Kolarik from the Dodgers. Uh Jeremiah Jackson from the Angels, uh, Coleman Crow and Landon Marceau from the Angels, and Trevor Gott and Chris Flexen from the Mariners. You know Gene Segura's best year? He uh, wasn't even an all-star. Yes, I did know that. Arizona uh, just was, like, hands down his best year. 203 yeah, hits and had that an, was his lone his lone year right yep yep only year in arizona it was just obviously what he, he finished 13th in mvp voting didn't make the all-star team yeah crazy yeah mets were the biggest sellers uh huge fire sale from the mets we knew that that was going to happen uh, i don't know if we expected both pitchers to be gone uh especially as quickly as they came um and you know they come quickly guys yeah the fact that they are not rostering players and paying them so much money is just it, you know it's it's ridiculous in all reality that a team can do something like this and just go all in on whatever guys they want and then they just completely bail on it like what the fuck man i mean this team had no ris- no business being this bad no, they absolutely should not. And I know uh, Scherzer came out. Uh, I'm trying to see if I can find it. Um, about talking to uh, the the Mets GM, I think. Yeah. And he basically was like, they said instantly, like the goal is to just sell off this fucking team. Like he opened up a big old can of worms about it. Um, it was like, wow, that was. Fast, when is the last time that two 
first ballot Hall of Famers were traded from the same team in a single trade deadline? Uh, I mean, do you have any? I don't have any. I don't have an answer for you here. I'm just saying that Scherzer and Verlander guaranteed first ballot Hall of Famers, and they were both traded at the exact same trade deadline, same day, right? I mean, look, you're making a case for Scherzer and Trey Turner. I'm not saying that Trey Turner is like bona fide first ballot Hall of Famer, but... I, you know what I'm saying? Like, definitely could. Okay. Right. Yeah. But yeah, I, I mean, it, it's it's pretty nuts. Yeah. It's very nuts. In fact, yes. Uh, Washington Nationals they acquired Kevin Maid and DJ Hertz from the Cubs. Yeah, they also had the draft too. That was cool. So they can just talk about that this season, probably. So yeah, Dylan Cruz, love him. Okay, National League Central. <laughs> Cincinnati Reds got Sam Mole from the A's, and that's it. Kind of kind of a weird thing. I heard they were in on the Verlander sweepstakes as well. Is that they were they were a rumor in there for uh for Justin to go to Cincinnati. But uh, almost only counts horseshoes and hand grenades, Tom. Seems weird that they didn't make more moves. Yeah, especially because they've been struggling, no? Well, they are 6-4 and four in their last 10. Okay. So, semi, so semi maybe piece. not so much. Yeah. They're not the Cubs, but, you know, they're not the A's. That's fair. Brewers received a B. Got Mark Canha from the Mets, Carlos Santana from the Pirates, Andrew Chaffin, Chaffin from the Diamondbacks, uh, Evan McKendry from the Rays, and Bradley Blaylock from the Red Sox. One of the more memorable Brewer trade deadlines ever. <laughs> Just because uh, they don't make trades normally. Correct. Uh, I mean, it's not it's not CC. Obviously, no, no, nope, nope, definitely not that. That's number one. All time. Um, but yeah, I mean, Mark Canha is fine. It's just Canna. That one is just Canna. It's Mark Canna have a cheeseburger. That's what it's short for. Canha. Okay. I like Canha. It's not Canha. Carlos Ken-ha. Santana's already homered, so I'm in love with him already. Um, I like the Chafin pickup. Like that's gonna be a fun one, and you know. But that was for Peter Strzelecki, and I always liked him. Kind of was he was kind of floundering a little bit, so maybe That's fair. maybe That's uh, fair. maybe ahead on that one because I, I also mean, and this is already a C grade just for getting rid of Luis Urias. Oh yeah, facts like he was a bum needed to get rid of him. No no shot that I wanted to keep him on my team, and. I think there is some, you know, disappointment that they weren't able to snag an Eloy deal, but, you know, they're just trying to go for this year, right? So, whoa. That, that came out of nowhere. Fuck. Um, Tom, Tom, can we just quickly bring up the absolute garbage trade proposal that was pitched last night? Uh, what, Eloy for Jackson Churio? No, no, the, the, it was Sal Freelick. Oh, yeah, that one also is terrible. 
that's a garbage, um, garbage proposition. I'm sorry. Eloy is Eloy's good, uh, but he, he ain't worth one of your top guys good. Well, I mean, eventually this outfield's going to be one of these three of four with Freelick, Mitchell, Churio, Weimer being the four guys. Uh, yeah. And I that's mean, nasty. I, this is a good- there's that, a good possibility one of those dudes transitions to the infield, though. Let's just be real. Well, I mean, Yelich will just be a DH. Please. Please. Yeah. Or he could just sit down. Yeah. Um, He's but not yeah, been I mean, terrible. This is, this, this is a really good trade. I don't know. I think uh, I love Carlos Santana. I love that pickup. And maybe it's just because we talked about it like a week before and was just like, oh, yeah, I felt good, baby. I think... I think they gave up practically nothing, man. The Alex Jackson one, I, I don't know. I, I They just, I, I wish that one didn't go through necessarily. I kind of liked Alex Jackson, but hey, I guess uh, guess we're going to have to wait and see on that one. Also, Carlos Santana is uh, two for 15 with the Brewers, but one of those is a home run. So I, look, give him some time to acclimate, okay? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm excited. I'm excited, but it's not. All right, Chicago Cubs. They got Jaime Candelario from the Nationals. Uh, Jose Quas, Quas, I don't know, from the Royals. Quas, Josh Roberson from the Rays. Uh, and PJ Higgins from the Diamondbacks. Yeah, I really wanted Candelario, man. Really wanted Candelario. So. Look, this is, this is a good trade for the Cubs, man. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yep. They are going to be making some moves. They know their ass right now, and that's totally fine with them because they're going to be pushing for some big money names come this offseason. And let me tell you, there are some big money names that are going to be hitting the free agency uh, circuit. So expect those Cubs to be pushing for every last one of them, probably. Carlos Santana needs to hit nine more homers, and he will have uh, 300 for his career. Will he do that with the Brewers? Ooh. No. Uh, And he needs uh, 21 RBIs. Yes. Okay. For a thousand. definitely see him but yeah, he could, I can see him he, doing he that. could double up a milestone here, so we better start, uh, you know, hanging up some countdowns in Miller Park, where you just rip yes. off one for like the chase to three hundred for Carlos Santana. <laughs> yes, absolutely, and a thousand. RBIs. All right, we're getting off the Cubs because uh, we don't want to give them any more credit. The than Cubs they are fucking gross. Okay, like I don't want to talk about it. They are all <laughs> of a sudden good. I said at the beginning of the year, I thought this team was going to be good they looked good and then they they sucked and then now they're good again and it's like see now this is the bullshit now it's not going to be this year's st louis who wins their last 48 games to make the playoffs it's gonna be the fucking cubs gross Uh all right pirates are next they got a b they got jackson wolf and uh, alfonso rivas oh and as well as Estuar Suero from the Padres acquired Bailey Falter from the Phillies, Johnny Severino from the Brewers. That was for Carlos Santana. Uh, Alika Williams from the Rays 
And Andre Jackson from the Dodgers. That's all I got for them. I mean, they got the they they were able to unload a lot of their off season guys. You know, yeah. Carlos Santana, G Man Choi, Rich Hill gone, and they didn't trade McCutcheon. Makes no sense. Well, they want him to retire with us, but with them, I don't know. That's just me. All right, all right. St. Louis Cardinals acquired Cesar Prito, uh, Drew Rahm, and Zach Showalter from the Orioles. Uh, John King, Takoa Roby, and Thomas Sagis from the Rangers. Adam Kloffenstein, Sem Roberts, Roberts from the Blue Jays. Uh, Matt Swanson from the Blue Jays. Uh, Sammy Hernandez from the Blue Jays and Richie Palacios from the Guardians. Ooh, uh, Zach Showalter, former Badger guard legend, uh, and then what? Jaime Burrito was that first guy's name? Cesar Prito. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, <laughs> there is. Um, there, you know, the cu- the Cardinals suck, and I love it. They had to sell everything this year. They got a shit ton of prospects back. So definitely hoping one of them turns out for them. That was kind of their plan. But as far as you already know, three quarters of this uh, is going to work out for the Cardinals. Yeah. Yeah. They're all going to become all stars and we're all going to hate our lives because the Cardinals rock. Unfortunately. Yeah, probably. All right. Now let's go to the Dodgers. (laughs) Lance Lynn and Joe Kelly from the White Sox. They got Ahmed Rosario from the Guardians. Uh, Kike Hernandez from the Red Sox. Ryan Yarbrough from the Royals. Ricky Venasco from the Rangers. Tyson Miller from the Brewers. Pat Valaika from the Mariners. Oh, my God. Um. Yeah. I mean, they uh, they, they went for it. And this is a Dodger team right now that is in first place in the NL West, as they should be. But they're also not really separating from the NL West like they usually are. Um, Right now, the Giants are just two and a half games back, while the Diamondbacks are, you know, four games back. So could definitely be something that could be seen as scary in the moment, but they had to win the trade deadline for them in that division and i think they absolutely did it well i wouldn't say they won the trade deadline um i i will say jim bowden gives them a c so they're just saying meh i don't think that i think it's better than that i think it's probably like a b you know they got some decent players um and bringing back kike like kike hernandez and stuff kelly another uh, guy's already been there before so that's yeah, a common just, theme but, too i guess in this deadline. but like joe kelly and lance lynn are old 35 36 a piece i think yeah do the dodgers need to worry about the future when they bring guys on their team they don't give a shit no and that's fair but uh, i'll say they they also just gave up a bunch of cash um which i think is uh smart as well because the dodgers are definitely going to be making moves uh come the offseason so they're planning San Francisco Giants got A.J. Pollock and Mark Mathias from the Mariners. Uh, Marcus Johnson's from the Red, Red Sox. Jack Larson from the Mariners. 
Yeah, kind of an underwhelming for them as well. Yeah, uh, they got a D, and uh, I think that's fair. Yeah, they're uh, they made moves, but they didn't bring in anyone that I think is necessarily game changing threat. AJ in- Pollock. Right. So, for me, I'm gonna say that uh, the the Dodgers whoop them in the trade deadline. If that's uh, what we're talking about with AJ Pollock being uh, their guy. Uh, breaking news. Rob Van Dam has showed up in AEW. Oh, God damn it. Yeah, who cares? <laughs> oh, Arizona yeah. Diamondbacks. Paul Seawald for the Mariners. Tommy Pham from the Mets. Peter Strezlecki from the Brewers. Jace Peterson from the A's. Wow. Uh, and Francisco Ortiz from the Rockies. I got a B plus. Yeah, it's pretty solid deadline. It's pretty solid. Um, depending on who you like the most out of it. They got a lot of guys that can just filter into a lot of different positions. They get to work on Strizlecki now. Uh, you know, I like what they did for sure, but they got the most ground to make up of anyone who is, I think, competing to be there because they would not be in the playoffs if it were to end today. Do three wild card teams make it now or two? Two, right? Three, I thought. Seven? That sounds right. Yeah. Yeah. Um so Oh, it's six. It's six. Right? Three winners, three Yeah. Wild card. Okay. Yeah, right now it would be the Phillies, the Giants, and the Brewers. So Really? Uh, 50, that's at least in the wins order when I'm looking at it right here. So the, damn. the Giants are the first team. The Phillies are the second team. The Brewers are sniffing by right now as the third wild card team with Arizona and Miami one game back. So, yeah, Arizona, go make a push, baby. All right, uh, the Rockies got Jake Madden and Mason Albright uh, from the Angels, Victor Vodnik and Tanner Gordon from the Braves, Alec Barger from the Braves as well, Connor Van Van Skoyuk, oh dear Lord, from the Angels, Justin Bruyle from the Dodgers, Blair Calvo from the, oh, that's a trade, never mind. Uh, the Rockies suck. Yeah, so and who did the Padres really get? And who moves. did the Padres get? Nice. Yeah, I saved them for last. Uh, acquired Rich Hill and G-Man Choi from the Pirates. Scott Barlow from the Royals. Garrett Cooper and Sean Reynolds from the Marlins. And Ben Gamble from the Rays. Seemed like a lot of moves that they wanted to say that, hey, we're not completely selling off, but don't get excited for a move. We're going to do this. What you don't get you don't get your dick hard for Rich Hill. Well, Dick Mountain is electric. He's great, but um, no, no, I don't. Rich Hill has been pitching since two thousand five. Thomas, that's crazy, huh? Uh, I mean, he's been everywhere. I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere. You want to take a, a guess? Okay, give me Rich Hill teams until you are wrong. Um, okay. Uh, so give me, uh, Pittsburgh and San Diego right now. Boom. Boom. Tampa. Yes. Boston. 
Yes. Um. Mm, where else did he play? Um. Cubs. Yes. Um. Twins. Five. Twins. I'm sorry. Oh yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, twins. Yep. Um. How many more do I need? Shit. Six already. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. <laughs> so I'm halfway. Um okay, how about we just speed run a little bit? Oakland. Yes. Um was he in uh god damn it. Uh was he a brave? No, I don't think he was a brave. No, you are incorrect there. Uh, but you know what? I'll give you give you some love. Seven. Um, you're missing a big one that I personally I would remember him for the Dodgers. Oh yeah, um, I believe he. I think he, did he win a World Series with the Dodgers? I don't even know. I don't know about that, but I remember him pitching like with like Ted Lilly there. Does that does that sound right? I have no fucking clue. Uh, Dodgers. Uh, you also forgot New York Mets. Uh, did you say Pittsburgh? Yes. Yeah. Uh, Oakland A's, LA oh, Angels, Cleveland, uh, New York Yankees, and Baltimore. I almost said the A's. The A's, I would, I would have got Baltimore. I maybe would have guessed the Yankees eventually, but Rich Hill has pitched for what's this? Uh, nine teams for one year on one-year deals. Good for him. I mean, that's that's like backup kicker right there. Yeah, yeah, good for him. Yeah, uh, look, Padres, you're not winning, so sorry. Do you want to try to sneak in a couple of these, or do you want to move on because we're already at like an hour and 25? I don't know what you're sneaking in, but if you want, I'll do whatever you want. Uh, I was going to, you know, we had some NFL stuff maybe that we were going to talk about. I mean, we can talk about how gambling is just still ridiculous. I did that, sure. That's all it was. I mean, now there's two oh, guys in college. Ridiculous. Yeah. Like, I mean, just don't gamble on your team, bro. Like, they're the quarterback at Iowa State, Iowa's kicker, uh, what Denver's defensive lineman now for the Broncos. Uh, yeah. I mean, just don't bet on your team. It seems especially now because it's like. They, I don't know what system they got, but they're able to lock that shit in really easily. Yeah. Yeah. So stop gambling, kids. If you're yeah. in the NFL, if you're in the NFL, if not, lose all your money. Go for it. Nice. Oh, uh, what else? You want to, you got any TikTok predictions you want to bump out? Or you want to save them for next week? Uh, no, I got them. We can go through them real fast. I don't think they're all that bad. Uh, okay, TikTok stuff. I was just kind of fucking around on TikTok. You know how we do. And I came across Tyler Helfrich. Um, he has been... Oh, what? Where's that? Okay, good. Sorry, I thought I missed the thing. He put out... He, he puts out a bunch of these 2023 prediction videos. They're like... Uh, he, he lists like nine of them, even though they're always different. So the most recent ones that I wanted to grab and kind of go through, uh, 
I, I want to I want to take your uh, opinion on them. Okay. Okay. So uh, first things first, I'm gonna go uh, from the basic ass ones. Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow MVP. No. Okay. Uh, in fact, he's not not only has him doing the MVP for the regular season, but the Super Bowl MVP. He thinks that they're gonna win it all. Uh, no. <laughs> I don't know. Joe Burrow literally just got hurt. Yeah, but he's only out for a little bit. He's not out all that long. He's gonna miss like enough games to not win an MVP. Really? I don't think so. Like I don't think it infringes on five the regular games. season. Yeah, I think it does. Uh, okay, I thought it was like six weeks. I don't know, man. Thought I heard eight. Yeah. All right. Uh, Falcons are playoff bound, winning the NFC South. Oh god, that division's garbage. Um, yeah, uh, we might as well just add this to. Uh, he also believes that Desmond Ritter is going to have a decent season. Okay, that I can't buy in on but i will say oh god i forgot that no no they're not making the playoffs <laughs> i literally forgot desmond ritter was the quarterback absolutely not no yeah. uh by the way this is our halftime guys uh halftime sponsored to you today by humble pie yeah yeah humble pie Try some at your local Baker's Square. Ooh, I don't think those exist anymore. <laughs> they don't. Um, next up. Perkins. There you go. Also don't exist anymore. Dude, there's a fucking Perkins right down the street for me. Okay, there's still Perkins. Not in not in uh, Wisconsin. No, no, there's not. Cracker Barrel. What, is that Perkins? Cl oh, yeah, that's right. They turned it in a couple different restaurants now. I actually it, knew the person. It's now who a seafood buffet. Yep. Yep, I know the owners. I totally forgot. Uh, <laughs> that's a that's a big L on your end. Well, they rebranded when they were the pizza restaurant, and now they're the uh, seafood Mexican buffet. <laughs> uh, Cowboys are going to go to the Super Bowl only to lose to the Bengals. No. Yeah, I, I don't think anyone can get behind <laughs> the idea of... Uh, uh, look, look. They got better on the defense. Okay, Philly's um, nasty. Philly's nasty. They also uh they they paid Trayvon Diggs a shit ton of money. San Francisco to, nasty. And, and they um they paid him a shit ton of money to shit on Dak Prescott. Did you see that? Yes. Which is awesome. Called him a bitch ass during yep. <laughs> like yep. shut your bitch ass up. Yep. Uh Texans are going to have the worst record in the league. Uh, um, I can see the Colts being up there. Um, yeah, sure. That's the first. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the most plausible one. I think. I won't say it's a yeah, because, like you said, uh, Anthony Richardson's probably gonna be bad, dude. Fuck! I almost want to say the Falcons just for how stupid. Uh, uh, Look, I I keep thinking the Falcons are going to be the ass assiest ass team in the league, yeah, but yeah, uh, uh. but whatever. All right, uh, next up, T.J. Watt is going to have a record-setting sack season. I'd be down with Citing, 
citing the fact that Madden gave him a lower rating. So I, I thought that was hilarious. Mm. If that is actually playing into his like factors. Yeah. Then, yeah, I'm in on that, too. Fuck that for giving him a lower rating. And uh, also added it up that uh, he will set set a record for sacks and Madden will still give him a 98 next year. Correct. They will. Yes. <laughs> All right. This one I thought was fucking hilarious. Uh, Ad- he put uh, the the thing that he put for this was Adrian Peterson. He said Brees Hall is going to go fucking off this year after uh, having an ACL tear last year. I um, yeah, are three teams going to make the playoffs in uh, the AFC East? No. So then it's Miami or New York that does it. Yes. I just don't know if they're better than You think Brees Hall is going to have a fucking... uh, uh, By the way, he also said he'll become second in Offensive Player of the Year. No, he didn't. Yes, he did. No, he didn't. He said Brees Hall will be second in Offensive Player of the Year votes. That's the... This guy's from New York. He's 100% (laughs) a Jets fan. I mean, 100%. I know, like, that's not... No, no, no. Stop. <laughs> who, behind who? What, Justin Jefferson? Cooper Cup? Uh, no, I have it right here. Josh Jacobs? Nick oh. Chubb? Like, shut the fuck up, dude. <laughs> what? So, he said... Devontae? next one is listed as Tyreek who? Because uh, supposedly Tyreek Hill is... Uh, is like there's a strong bet betting community thing that he's going to set the single season touchdown record, but he doesn't believe so. Tyler Helfrich uh, does not. He thinks that that's going to go to Jamar Chase, who will win Offensive uh, Player of the Year. I mean, this guy's so, all over the fucking board right now. I mean, <laughs> I guess this, this isn't even this isn't even close to like make any sense right now first of all if Brees hall finishes second in offensive player of the year this year the jets are going to win the super bowl okay like that's that's where i'm at with that oh Um, my god it's so bad if if you say that because he's coming off the acl tear i know he was tearing it up before and was having a great rookie year i'm excited for Brees hall i think he's gonna be solid i just don't think that a guy with four games under his belt is now, you know, in position to have a breakout season. That doesn't make much sense to me. Yeah, let alone do an Adrian Peterson. Uh, I mean, if you remember, AP won the fucking MVP after that. Yeah. Look, AP is is like... The greatest running back of our generation. Yeah. Of the 2000s, for sure. Yeah. And that's saying something because you have LT in that time. Yeah. Yep. All right. Next up, Raiders are going to be the second worst team in the league. Um... I mean, realistically, the Raiders have contention for being the worst team in the league. Possibly. Possibly. I don't know. I'm not really in love with uh, Arizona either. 
Oh yeah, that's right. Arizona's gonna be bad. Fuck, they're gonna be bad. Um. Also, like I feel like we're gonna have, you know, the Bears. Like, are we? You know, DJ Moore. I know, but like, are we that excited? Are we that excited? Bears are gonna be better than the Packers, according to everyone. You see, Jordan Love just throwing fucking tight spirals, man. I mean, hey man, I- I've only been saying this. For two fucking years. Like, I'm... Two I'm, years. I'm telling you, Jordan Love, he's got me all sorts of like, oh, should I be excited? Like, that's... Yeah, you got you got your wiener hard. I mean, it's it's not... It's not... It's definitely chubbing. It's definitely chubbing. Like, that's all I can say. Nick chubbing. Bradley chubbing. Yeah. You know what? Bradley chubbing. That's a much better, yeah. <laughs> better yeah. way to phrase yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, Tom, you're going to have to fucking... Uh, like, splice in the love train song for us to just play like constantly because like it, it's a thing just the that you know as like a, one of our sound effect buttons yeah yeah it'll get there i got it and my the last one by tyler helfrich um the browns are going to have buyer's remorse for deshaun watson yes i can at least agree with that one maybe um, on their moral conscious too are we still Did just not oral? Picking? No. Oral conscious? No, 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 that's not what I said. Are we still just not going to pick the Browns all this year? I don't want to. Okay. Okay, fair. I'm fine with that. Yeah, we'll just, um, we have predicted. Actually, the Browns will be the worst team in the NFL. <laughs> yeah, they're going 0-17. Yep, officially making them the worst team ever. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Look. Uh, Tyler Tyler Helfrich puts out a bunch of fucking videos. They all are like contradictory to themselves because there's one that's from like a uh, like a, a w- couple of weeks prior to this shit that it was also like Lamar for MVP. Um, so again, he's just he's just throwing shit at the wall, hoping it sticks. I'm gonna tell you right now, for front half, okay, front half is fine. I understand Burrow winning MVP. Uh, I, I, I guess Cowboys, you know, going to the Super Bowl. Sure. I don't, man, I really don't think the Falcons win that division, but, you know, whatever. Texas being just like straight up bad. Sure. That back half is stupid. That back half is really dumb. How about uh, next week? We'll go through the season for every team. Records. All right. We'll do that. Okay, uh, hits time. Yeah, let's do some quick hits. It's a time for the quick hits section. What do you think about that? Uh, yeah, we'll work on it. Okay. Um, <laughs> former Heisman Trophy winner Johnny Manziel opening up his own bar and nightclub in College Station this fall. It. Do you want to guess the name? Did you see the name? I did not see this at all. Um, I'm going to say right off the bat, this is a horrible idea. Yeah, there's going to be a lot uh, of cocaine in that bar. A lot. It's probably right. going to be a cocaine-friendly bar. I have a feeling there is going to be sexual assaults there within the first four months. Uh, so when you think of Johnny Manziel, uh, other than uh, erratic drinking and sexual assault, which I don't think is on his name, to be fair, but 
frat boy. No, no, I, I'm I'm just going off of the frat boy erratic drinking. I think that bad things are going to happen there. It's called Johnny Manziel's Money Bar. Oh, so you didn't let me guess. Oh, sorry. I, I would have went with Manzellus. Oh, God. Uh, it's, no. it, tell me that's not better. Maybe. Um, but still, yikes. That looks uh, awful. Awful. Money bar is not good. No, not good. Um, on top of that, uh, next up, keeping it in college... The Big Ten's going to get bigger. Um, they're going to—they're talking about an expansion to even eighteen or twenty teams now on that list: Oregon, Washington, Cal, Stanford. Uh, the Pac-12 God is dead. Damn. The the Pac-12 is dead. The Pac-12 is absolutely murdered. If those teams all leave it, they're going to have nothing. Um, so, pretty pretty tough sight for your uh, Pac-12. Uh, for my Pac-12. Or is that just a general your Pac-12? Just your Pac-12. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, yeah. I I think if they can pick up Oregon, that's huge. That's huge, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, that would be the... That's the premier team for sure. Stanford for every other sport. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Well, I don't know. UCLA's got some... Got something to say about it now? Uh, yeah. Yeah. They're also in conversations for uh, all that shit all over the place, too. And uh, how about we close out? Uh, no, we won't talk about Orlando donating to Ron DeSantis. Uh, Colin Cowherd. <laughs> um, Colin Cowherd is going to be a free agent. We're, we're doing free agency buzz for announcers. How are we? That's where we're at, Tom. That's where we're at. ESPN, they're saying, is going to make a huge push to get him back. We're going to have Cowherd be the new Skip Bayless. And he's going to be the guy to take over for Callerman eventually. Uh, 2025, though. Um, and I thought that was better than uh, talking about Pat, uh, Pat McAfee uh, making a Larry Nasser joke as well, too. <laughs> Yeah, and then going on and saying, like, oh, I'm going to get canceled because of this. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, is that is that all you got? Arch Manning baseball or Arch Manning football card sold for 100 grand this weekend, too. That is stupid. <laughs> like, has he, he might not even be good, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Hasn't even played a college game. Uh, 100 grand. <laughs> <laughs> all right uh, okay all right tom i'm surprised you didn't see this one did you did you hear about the uh usa baseball what i uh, like uh what was it the 12u team i have to figure out which one of yeah the 12u yes um i i don't i, I don't know why you'd even bother to continue this game. But the 12U uh, Baseball Softball Confederation uh, opened up on Saturday, uh, the, U was the U.S. version, and they beat New Zealand 43-1. to 1 In a game. 
in a single game. It it broke the the previous record, which was did you see that? Uh, twenty five to two. Twenty nine. <laughs> oh my god! Like it imagine wasn't even fun. Imagine you're down twenty to one, and they're like, "No, you're not even like halfway done with this ass whooping right here." Like that's ridiculous. At the top of two, it was fourteen to nothing. And again, that wasn't even half of it. Like that was like a third of it. Top of three, twenty three to nothing. Yeah, that's right. I mean, there's got to be a mercy rule put into play, man. Like, if you can't catch up at, by like three innings, just end it there. They should you have. Know a, what I mean, like, they, well, a, definitely a forty-run mercy rule should be in the cards for the future. Like, the game's just done. like what's what's the um, what's the Simpsons bit where it's like he's already dead <laughs> uh, okay guess on the number what's the largest comeback in MLB history oh that wasn't too long ago was it um 2001 okay um I'm gonna say 14 the Cleveland Indians at the time came back from a 12-run deficit to beat the Seattle Mariners 15-14 to in extra innings. Damn it. You know, and I thought 12 initially. I knew it was uh, a, like an even number, uh, and then I, I decided to round up or go up, I should say, and um, uh, damn it. I should have been on. Uh, should have been on. Yeah, there. that's actually coming up on the 22nd uh, year anniversary. It was on August 5th. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah. Wow. Well, happy birthday. Dude, okay, so we were playing Immaculate Grid the other day, right? Random off topic. Oh, yeah. Uh love me some grid. I uh looked up a baseball reference just to verify something and ended up for the first time ever randomly finding it was Guillermo Moto's birthday. Uh and he turned fifty when I looked him up. <laughs> so shout so out random happy birthday Guillermo Moto Guillermo Moto what a random fucking name yeah yeah we're trying to get rarity scores baby all right uh next up Tom did you remember when we talked about a while back when Dan Campbell wanted to fucking have lions on the sideline uh yeah he should well he opened up about it even more on uh, a podcast I think it was this week on PT or PTI not PTI what's the other one Part of my take. Yeah. PMT. I uh, talked about back uh, in 2001, 21, I say, when uh, this was all going down, he reached out to uh, Sheila Ford, the Lions owner, owner, who was like, oh, yeah, I don't have a fucking problem with that at all. Like, go right ahead. And then the NFL stepped in and was like, no, you cannot have Lions on the sideline. <laughs> I mean, didn't the Dolphins have Dolphins? Dolphins are dolphins. They don't kill people. Uh, that's. I bet you there's more deaths from dolphins in the U.S. than there is lions. I would make that bet. All right. Let's see how many people. Uh, that's the okay, next one. You pick one. Do you want lion-related deaths or dolphin-related deaths? I'm going to do dolphins. How many people die US. from dolphins in the U.S.? Okay. Okay. 
What's your number? Oh, this is giving me cougar attacks. No, that that's not a lion. That's not a lion. No, but they they went off of mountain lions. How many lion deaths in the U.S. each year? It's <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> um. So this has on Earth, on Earth, a hundred a year. Okay. On Earth. So let's just say 10%. Well, I'll tell you right now, there hasn't been a mountain lion related, related death since 2018. And dolphins say about a dozen people a year. Wow, that's so, bullshit. You know what I mean? The dolphins are in a tank. Yeah, put the fucking lion in a cage, bro. Like, I don't know what to tell you, bro. Siegfried no, no. roid Dan, that motherfucker. Dan Campbell, Dan Campbell wanted those things on the sidelines. No, no. You you got to have a yes, fucking pen for them. You can't just let them roam, okay? He but, wanted them on the fucking sidelines. Yeah, in like a cage. Back when he first took the job in 2021 as head coach for the Lions... Campbell said that he wanted a pet lion on the sidelines with him. With him. That means, like, next to him. I don't think so. <laughs> so, so stupid. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, so you can blame the NFL for not having that. Okay, uh, Tom, how, <laughs> how big are you with the uh, – with – Somalian sports. Uh, huge. Love, love, yeah. uh, love. Big Somalian population in Wilmer, actually. Like, you know, it's like same vibe of Albania and Kadahe, Somalia and Wilmer. Okay. Well, the Somalian sports minister had to publicly apologize Wednesday because uh, they had a female sprinter represent the African country in the World University Games in China for the 100-meter run. 100-meter race, rather. Mm. Do you want to uh, take a guess as to what her time was? So I saw the video. I didn't get the time, though. Um, she... <laughs> 28 <laughs> seconds. 20 seconds. Um, it's painful. Yeah, she, it's... Got, she got whooped. It... Uh, I don't know what Somalia was doing because she was untrained. And I feel like there has to be someone that could go out there. But, um, yeah, uh, Nazra Abukar Ali was selected to complete in, uh, compete in the Women's 100 at the Student Games in Chengdu in China on Tuesday. Uh, yeah. It was, it was bad. Do you want to? Oh, go ahead. So, so wait, I, I, I'm reading a little bit more here. It was uh, suspected that the National Athletics Federation chairwoman Khadija Aden Dahir selected uh, Nazra Abukar because she was a relative of hers 
and was given the chance to compete at the game compete at the games because of that. Okay. Yeah. That's pretty bad. Yeah, not ideal. Not ideal. Do you want to try to but, take a guess uh, at uh how many I got the most deadly animals here to close this out? Uh can you try to get me some that are on this list? Uh, well, I do have one more. Do you want me to do mine first or do uh to the deadly animals. You go first. All right. My last one. Um, Tom, you're a big hockey guy. Hockey fan since 2022. You already know how it goes. Uh, Felicia Wenberg, uh, the husband of Seattle Kraken's Alex Wenberg, um, has gone onto social media so there is a separate subcategory on TikTok called Book Talk. Mm-hmm. You know what that is? It's for books. That's what I would like have claimed. That's what it's for. I, yeah, Book Talk. Um, but yeah, it, it's it's mainly for hockey romances. Oh, okay. Yeah, and apparently. There is like big time thirst for Alex Wenberg on Book Talk. Okay. Apparently, he looks like an AI generated image of a 2000s heartthrob. And uh, this has caused Book Talk to be very horny for Alex Wenberg. And so uh, his wife, Felicia, has gone on there to basically say, stop. Uh, it has gotten out of hand in the once com- peaceful community of Book Talk. Uh, yeah, okay. So I'm looking at uh, Wenberg right now. Good looking dude. Um, hockey guy. You know, that's got, a, that's got its own, like, niche of women. Uh, you know, oh, we're in hockey guys, baseball guys, football guys, whatever it is. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let's, uh, what else, uh, what else you got? So book talk creator, book talk creator, uh, Kiera Lewis has even gone so far to make a, uh, Alex Wenberg, Alex Wenberg book talk, Seattle crack and Jersey. Okay. So yeah, it's getting, it's getting nuts. Um, saying that, uh, sexually harassing her husband, uh, while I'm all for female empowerment and especially around sex, there have been videos and comments made that have crossed the line of what it means to fancy someone when it actually sounds pretty predatory and it just says, uh, quote, exploitative. So I don't even know what the fuck they were. she was trying to say. I'm going to assume it was thirsty. Uh, but, uh, I got a quote yeah. here that says, quote, uh, crack their back, but spelt like Seattle Kraken. Yeah, yeah. dog. Yeah. Let's go, crackheads for life. Okay. Yeah. Alex Weinberg. Shout out to him. But stop being horny. <laughs> okay. Most deadly animals. Uh, I got a list of 20 of them. You want to see how many you can get? There's a lot uh, of. Number one, white. White-tailed deer? Uh, no, no, not on there. Wait, is this is this U.S. or worldwide? Worldwide. 
Oh, 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 oh. Okay, so number one is mosquitoes. Mosquitoes is number one, yep. Yeah, sorry. Um, but if you look up in the U.S., like, white-tailed deer kill more than anyone. It's insane. Uh, okay, did you say how many did you have? Uh, there's, like, 20 on here. Okay. Are... Hippos on that? Hippos are on the list. Where were they? They are number 13, uh, about 500 13. a year. Where mosquitoes was over 800,000, they're claiming. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of a cheat code yes. uh, on that one. We already know. Um, are bees on that? Ooh, are bees on this list? Uh, Is Arby's on that? Arby's. Arby's. I do don't believe bees are on the list. Okay. Uh, is Arby's on that, though? No. No, no Arby's either. Okay. Oh, damn. Uh, are crocodiles or alligators on there? Crocodiles are on the list. About uh, 1,000 a year. Okay. Okay. This one might be seem weird. That's are 12. horses on there? Uh, no horses on here. No. Okay. Ugh, shit. I feel like there's got to be more bugs. Yeah. Okay. I'm trying to think of more deadly bugs. Yeah. Or not or spiders. Spiders have to be on there. Not on this list. No. Fuck me. Oh, bees are God. on the list. Bees are on the list. 60 a year. Yep. Sorry. 60 and that's it? Yep. Wow. I, I definitely would have thought bee deaths would were a lot higher oh shit um trying to think of deadly animals uh cows no no cows i again i'm thinking like farmers right like farmer death like that would make sense no sure uh rhinos Nope, no rhinos. Fuck me. Yeah. Is is like cockroaches on there? No, no. Fuck you. No, give nope. me the shit. Would you like me to? Uh, I mean, number two asterisks it, but definitely, I guess, counts as humans on the list. Oh, get bent. Right. That's dumb. Right. Um. Number three, pretty big one here. Uh, venom kind of coming into play. Snakes. Snakes, 60000 a year. I'm a snake. Uh, Sandfly. Uh, okay, whatever. Fuck that. I wasn't getting that. No. no. Dogs, number five. Really? 17,000 deaths a year from dogs. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I still would have thought horses would have been up there. Kissing bugs. I don't know if I've ever heard of that. I don't know what the fuck that is. Freshwater snails. Um, they kill about really? four, four, 4,400 people a year. Freshwater snails. God damn. Um, okay. Scorpions. I said uh, scorpions, didn't I? No, I said spiders. No. I, I had scorpions in my head, though. Uh, as long as like another like set flies, I think is what they are called. Uh, tapeworms. Uh, uh that's, I should have said that too. Yeah, that's in there. 
Um, you said hippos. Elephants kill about 100 people a year. This one has lion on there and not dolphins. So across the world, lions kill more than dolphins, just not in the U.S. Um, tigers kill about 50 people a year. That's at 17. Uh, another one here that I would have thought would have been more, jellyfish. Uh, jellyfish, 18, 18th on the list. Uh, they get about uh, 50, 40 to 50 people a year. Uh, All right. And then wolves and sharks rounded out at 19 and 20. Uh, it's going to be higher for sharks this next, like, upcoming year because there have been, like, increased shark attacks as well as uh, increased whale attacks. Whoa. Which, uh, you know what? Uh, killer whales probably factors into the dolphins thing. Yeah, orcas, they'll fuck you up. Yeah, orcas are, are technically dolphins. So, fun facts, folks. There you go. Science on down the wire as well. Uh, that's going to wrap us up for episode 130. Uh, hell of a time. Hell, 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 of a, hell of an episode. A little longer one for you guys here. Had the time to do it, so why not? If you guys like this episode, be sure you guys check us out wherever you get your podcasts. It's Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Pandora, iHeart, all of them, wherever they are. You guys can download it. Make sure you do it. Because we love you guys. And if you don't want to download it, it's all right. You can always check us out on thechairshot.com. Me and Tom are thirsty for Guillermo Mota. Moto Mota with hippos. Peace. Every time we do it, y'all, we do it with fire. Yeah. Sports podcast down the wire. Every time we do it.